One, two, three. Meow, 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 meow. meow. Go slower. Hang on. Pace it a little. It's the easiest. A little, a little slower though. We're going really fast. Just tempo. No, it's fast. It is fast. Why I might use it, it for the intro, and I want to say I want people to see. Yum 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 yum. I want to be a part of it. <laughs> Mike just starts. He's like, whatever. One, <laughs> two, three. We're, we're doing this like cats do it. You yeah. can't. Yum 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 yum. Minecraft. We haven't started yet. Terms hurting cats. Remember, you know, and that's like because that's what's happening right now. It's like trying to herd cats. All right. One, two, three. Meow 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 meow. All right, move. Done. Fuck Mike, why didn't you participate? Because I already did it like three times. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Hi everyone and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit, the show where three guys offer unlimited opinion on random topics. My name is Crofton Steers and I'm here with my two co-hosts and buddies, Michael Hodgins and Bo Schwartz. How you doing, fellas? Uh, hey, hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Yeah, you kind of threw us off because you introduced us both at the same time. Yeah, we got a group uh, introduction. Me and Mike were staring at each other over webcams going like, uh... Yeah, who's gonna... (laughs) Yeah, we're like one unit. Yeah, but we're doing fine. Thank you for asking, Crofton. And hello to the listeners. If I saw you both on the street at the same time, I wouldn't be like, hello, Michael, and hello, Bo. I would say, hey, guys, how's it going? I don't think you'd say that either, probably. <laughs> probably not. I'd be like, what's good, like... dog? <laughs> uh, uh, so, guys, the now that Christmas and our Christmas spectaculars in the rearview mirror, did you guys uh, receive any magical gifts from Santa and or members of your family, or did he give something sweet to someone? Well, Santa didn't visit. Uh, there's no real kids in my family. Well, I guess there's a few little ones, but no. Um, and uh, I got a few little knickknacks, but we didn't do gifts this year, so uh, no gifts. Although Michael got me a very sweet, uh, classy coffee maker, which I'm very grateful for. So thank you, Mike. Yeah, no problem. It's funny because I didn't mean to give you that. Uh, <laughs> Was it a re-gift? Went, no, I went to Ikea because I, I thought I broke my roommate's uh, espresso maker. So I was going to get her a new one, and I wanted to get myself one too. So I got two, and yeah. then I realized I could just fix the one I broke. That was hers, so I fixed it. Right. And I thought, oh, now I have this other new one. I'll just give it to Bo. He's a coffee addict like me. So, well, yeah. I appreciate the thought, nevertheless. I mean, yeah, well, it may well, have just I, fallen I into your think... lap, but. Uh, no, just... I did think to give it to you after that. Yeah, no, um, sweet. Yeah, I, the, the, the coolest thing I received this year <clears throat> was because um, I'm trying to cut down on stuff. Like, I don't really want a lot of stuff at Christmas, and I find the consumer aspect annoying. So I asked my mom, I said, give me some, you know, just because my mom's like good at baking and cooking stuff i said why don't you just give me some coupons for stuff so she gave me like i don't know 10 coupons like like you certainly just be like circle one that i want like a pie and it'd be like blueberry pie so i can go to my mom and say hey mom i'm cashing one of these coupons for a sweet blueberry oh, pie sweet. and then she'll make it for me i'm like that's awesome so and i can use those over the whole year i did that for uh with an ex-girlfriend with back massages oh uh, yes yeah, back I like- massage coupons I like those kind of gifts. Crofton, what did what did you get this year? I'm all about the commercial, baby. Woo! Um, <laughs> I got I got this sweet mic from my uh, 
from my wife. It's pretty awesome. If I had uh, a video camera, which I have yet to get, uh, you would be able to see it. But it's it's pretty sweet and great for podcasting. So I'm I'm so stoked about that. You know, one thing, and I'm I'm going to put it on the record here because Bo and I went skating earlier today. I'm or I went skating and Bo slid around on his boots. I went booting. He went booting. <laughs> I'm skate. going to buy Bo for Christmas because I have not got him a gift and I wanted to. I'm going to buy him a pair of skates and I'm putting that down here so Bo won't be able to talk me out of it afterwards. Well, that's a sweet gift. Yeah. I tried to refuse, but he's insisting. Yeah, so I, I want to get Bo a pair, pair of skates so that uh, so that we can go and hit uh, hit the rink. We were passing it back and forth. Community rink, uh, it's pretty sweet. So anyways, uh, gents, let's, let's hop right to it. And uh, Mike, do you got that machine that you, makes all the toxic smells and oh, gives us yeah, topics? Oh, yeah, I do. I do. It's so we start our up. There it goes. <laughs> you know, I think we should have gotten our podcast a new machine for oh. Christmas. Um, <laughs> the topic today is cats. What? That's not fair. <laughs> this is like the counterpoint. One of our very first episodes was dog ownership. So, I mean, I guess we could call this cat ownership does or... the machines tell like it's the machine telling us cats or is it telling us cat ownership not cats cat just un un no holds barred cats well like, i mean we got to look at it in the context of the domestic house cat you know well yeah i don't think we're talking about the feline species i'm assuming it's the kitty cats at house or in your alley yeah yes. let's talk about I, cats I, I need fact a new fact about cats uh, that I heard recently, and I found this quite interesting. So you know how, uh, okay, we have, you know, a lot of domesticated animals, right? Like human beings domesticated, say, cows and pigs. and Spiders and snakes. Well, they're not really domesticated. We no, they're not glass jars. Okay, let me finish my anecdote. <laughs> what are you talking about? That there are animals which we have conditioned over time to be domesticated. So, for example, the dog is it you know is related to the wolf, and thousands of years ago, humans humans took took wolves and kind of bred them with the more docile ones, and then eventually created the domestic dog. But what and the same was true of horses and other sort of species and other animals. But what I found interesting, and I learned recently, was that cats. Uh, domesticated themselves, so human beings didn't take them and domesticate them like we did with dogs. Okay, they they self-selected themselves to be domesticated, so that uh, when human beings first started having like you know, uh, uh, were became more sedentary and had like grain stores and stuff like that, there'd be rodents, and then the and then cats would come and you know feed on the mouth the mice, and the ones that were more tolerant of human beings proved to be more successful and then so over successive generations and hundreds and or thousands of years just came tolerate human beings so they like they domesticated themselves i find that interesting that is interesting where'd you hear that i heard that on this show i listen to all the time on cbc radio called ideas oh and I was god damn ideas uh yeah no that that is interesting and cats are let, let's let's face it gerbils aside uh, they are pretty much after dogs, or maybe tied with dogs, the most most popular home pets, domesticated pets, at least uh, at least in North America or in Canada in particular. So you know, everybody has a cat. Out of the three of us, who's got a cat? I not have me. I have a cat. I Mike, do I do not have one. No cat. Have any of the three? Uh, Bo, have you ever had a cat? I've never. 
No, I've not had a cat myself. I've had a little dog, but not a cat. We've had cats in my family. In my family, one recently passed uh, last year. Might have even been the year before. Okay. But uh, but yeah, and and Mike, did you always have? I remember you having dogs. Recently, you've had cats. But did you have cats when you were a kid? I mostly had cats. In fact, the other day I was. Uh, cleaning up my basement and i found all these <laughs> all these old these uh things i had written when i was like in grade eight or something and because i grew up in the country and there was a lot of like farm cats and i guess at the time i sort of um took or i just assumed they were all my cats and i remember uh i had written this thing for like my you know some assignment class saying that i had uh i owned 17 cats i'm not <laughs> that's what i thought at the time and uh, one of the cats was called mommy cat because it was this cat that kept giving birth to kittens over in the farm. So there was, like, cats all over the place. <laughs> so some of them, like, we had a few that lived in the house and then a whole bunch that just sort of were in the area. So I, I feel like I've always sort of had cats. I'll tell you, I think I may be in the market for a cat. Maybe. Possibly. And, like, honestly. I'm, I'm, like, seriously giving it some thought. My cats wife awesome. and I are also thinking, thinking about uh Thinking about cats or whatever, getting yeah. a cat or or perhaps a dog. We're actually in. We'll get one of the other. So it, it is interesting. And people tend to be either dog people or cat people. That and and they're classified as such. And I find that interesting. As if you if you like one, you can't like the other. You know, or you got you hate one or you hate the other or you hate both. But you're either a cat person or a dog person. Well, Not sure I agree. Yeah, well, I kind of get why that is because there's things I like about cats that are that are absent in dogs and there are things that are great about dogs that are absent in cats. And it's just you have a really hard time finding a good combination of both. Like a dog, you can train and they will listen to you. And that's what's great about a dog. But dogs are irritating as hell sometimes. Like I don't, you know, they really want attention a lot of the time. And if, you know... It, at least a lot of the dogs I've known, the one I've owned, has always wanted attention. And I kind of like that cats can just, you know, not bother you all the time. But then sometimes you're just like, well, cat, why don't you come hang out with me? And then they don't want to. They're very, like, antisocial, except when they want food. <laughs> Although I would say Mike's cat's an exception to this. But Yeah, like, my, I mean, that, that's a common criticism of cats is that they're aloof, right? That they're, yeah. that they're kind of – and I think that thinking about that thing that – cats domesticated themselves kind of maybe talks a little bit as to why cats are kind of like whatever human like they, we haven't made them be a certain way they just tolerate us so they like to be around us but they're also like meh whatever i don't need to be around you right now yeah. but depends on the personality yeah you do like and and for sure all animals dogs cats you know are evolved enough to have their own unique personalities my cat for sure is is an exception to the rule for cats he he basically has the attributes of the dog i wouldn't say he's trained to do things uh but he definitely wants lots of attention you come in he comes he wants to be picked up he's really really friendly with strangers people are like wow this cat's really nice and but he doesn't have the annoyance of a dog like i don't have to walk him all the time and i can leave for days at a time and just put a pile of food down you know cats are easy um I have I, I do find that cats are different from person to person i've seen like my brother's cat which grew up in a barn uh, is you know someone he's still very cute but he's is spaz and likes to attack things all the time uh including your leg and or hand uh, i do uh, what mike touched on off the top about about cats domesticating themselves i have heard and i can't tell you where uh the dogs like 
get attached to people and cats get attached to places. Uh, and that really the, the reason when a cat comes up and sits on your lap or wants to spend time with you, it isn't so much that they're attached to you in so much as they're attached to the heat, the body heat that you're putting out. And I've been, I've been told, oh, your cat seems to really like you and they do. And I think that part of the reason is I run hot, uh, in all ways, ladies. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, but I think the cats, I think the cats uh, are, are attracted to that and not necessarily to the person. Where a dog, and I think people will say, you know, a dog is loyal to its owner, it's attracted to its owner and that sort of stuff. If you move with your dog, your, your dog uh, will be fine, whereas a cat uh, may not take kindly to the new surroundings. Well, I, I, I think that you're correct, and I've heard this too about the um, dog's like people cats like places but i think that's sort of how their social there's 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 structured like dogs are known pack animals so when you have a family you own a dog it's like hey i'm part of the pack and so they're they're social so if you go someplace they're happy to go there i think cats with it's more that they're territorial so if you have a house you know and you might let them out like i let my cat out and he doesn't go very far because he knows his his home and he just likes to patrol and fight with other cats and you know uh make sure that everyone knows it's his territory sort of thing. But I don't think he just comes to sit on people because of warmth. I mean, I think that's probably true with some cats, like dumb cats. I think my cat, cat's pretty smart, and he for sure wants more than just warmth. It's, um, I mean, it's an intangible thing when you feel like a, an animal yeah. has personality, but I do feel see, that with No, and I agree that your cat might have personality, but I do think cat owners, including yourself, may delude themselves into thinking why the cat... Oh, my my cat is different, though. My cat is smart and actually likes me and isn't just, you know, all these regular attributes that all other cats have. Only the dumb cats are like that, you know? I I I find that I find that uh, that that may be very well true, but it just sounds to me like like uh, we want more out of cats than they necessarily give back. We want cats in many ways; they offer so many things. We want them to be kind of like dogs, uh, it, it, while offering all the advantages that cats offer. Uh, and, and so we say, oh yeah, you know the cat. I do agree that cats have personalities. I just think that. I I just think that they seem the the image of like sort of the selfish cat that that's um, kind of out you know out for himself feed me I'm independent I don't really you know care about spending time with owners unless they offer body heat that's kind of the image that I that I have I loved all my cats I really did but I definitely didn't think oh yeah that cat really needed me you know they're, they're, they're kind of like when I think of like because there's lots of reasons to own or have different kinds of animals I when I think of cats I feel like they're living ornaments um, like they're they're there not necessarily to decorate your home but your life like I don't really like I think if you buy a cat hoping it'll have a certain personality that's kind of that's not very wise like they may not be the kind of cat you have so I think when you approach getting a cat it's just you just want to add something to your family that isn't another human being, so it's easy to maintain, relatively speaking. But it provides no it provides no tangible um, benefit uh, except for the you know 
the aesthetic value of having no no I, it's, you fall in love with it i know but still. no i think it's beyond that it's in the same way that like uh, that when you come home like any kind of pet ownership i think is about companionship so when you come home and you're a dog owner the dog comes to greet you and it's really excited to see you that's great and you like that and it's the same with the cat you might come home the cat comes happy is, comes out of wherever he's been hiding all day and wants to sit on your lap and purrs I mean, you could say, oh, it's just body heat, but regardless, it's it's an animal, it's a living thing, it's there, it wants to be near you for whatever reason, tangible or, you know, but it, it likes to be there. And those, and those are nice things. I wouldn't say they're just aesthetic. But I do think when you're selecting a cat or dog, for that matter, you can select personality. And my, do- my dad got a cat recently, last year, for Christmas, actually. Uh, well, I should say I got him a cat for Christmas oh, I last I year. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, so what what happened was there was a while where I'd gone on this big uh, canoe trip and then I was moving and renovating houses. So my cat, my cat Snoopy, uh, was living with my parents and they really liked him because he's a really nice, very nice cat. And then so, and they kind of were sad when I took him back. And my dad, I think, has had missed having a cat. That's why I wanted to get him a new one. So I t- at Christmas, I said, well, I'm getting you a cat. So you can choose a cat. We're going to get it from the SPCA, you know, give it a new home. And uh, they have these really good setups. So the SPCA, at least here in Ottawa, does. You go there. There's like this cat palace, and you can go in and pet all these cats. It's really neat. There's cats Is it called over. Cat Palace? Well, you should see it. It's all these different. Actually, levels. called Pussy Palace, which was an unfortunate name. Now that I think about it, <laughs> no, it was already palace. trademarked on the Montreal Strip on St. Catherine Street. Uh, um, but. Uh, and you go in there, and the thing is, is it you can tell right off because you go in there. There's all these cats, and you're like, "Oh, I like this one." You go near it and try to pet it, and it hisses at you and claws you. And you say, "Okay, I don't want that cat." And then you pick another cat walks up, rubs against your leg. You pick it up, it purrs instantly. You pet it, touch its paws. It's just happy. It doesn't claw you. You're like, "Okay, nice cat." And I think it's like personality is not that deep with a cat, but it's like jerk cat or nice cat. So you can go and you can pick on that. But my dad had this impression because I think he wanted my cat really. So he basically found the one that looked most like my cat. <laughs> so it had the same <laughs> kind of color features, and he got it. And its name is Stuart, and it turned out. It's a pretty nice cat, but it's definitely not like my cat. And I think yeah. he would have done better off to pick for personality rather than yeah. color pattern. Yeah, I guess that was kind of a racist basis on how to select the cat. Yeah, my dad's <laughs> cat racist. It's like, well, their they're, they're fur color is the same, so their personalities must be identical. Well, my cat's black and white, so he's biracial. Yeah, well, I don't, yeah, I don't think cat races are quite the same as human races. I Why not? You can't judge a cat by the color of his fur. No, no, no. I mean, just that the they're, they're more the races are more complex than just black, white, or brown, or yellow, or whatever. You know, there's all kinds. Of I, I like ginger cats. Ginger cats. <laughs> anyway, um, well, you know, I was contemplating getting a cat mainly because I went to go see my sister in Toronto this past weekend. Hello, Amanda. She listens to the show, um, and she has this cat, Bubbles, and Bubbles. I remember Bubbles. Yeah, like, Bubbles. You was, lived with that cat for a while. Yeah, yeah. He's He's great, but he's not a cuddly cat. He barely ever purrs. He's not. He can be, uh, you know, pretty grouchy, but he's not mean cat. He just likes food. Like his agenda is purely food. Um, like he's really driven by food to the point where it's it's kind of uncanny. He really likes muffins. Um, but anyways, one of the funny things about living in Toronto too is that um, my sister, the entrance is in the back of this building, and it's a kind of a, an alley. And the place is littered with cats. We left her apartment, 
and she's literally introducing to me to six or seven like wild cats that they've given names to who don't apparently belong to anybody in the neighborhood. They're just wild cats. And she said, um, like, it's just they're actually pests in Toronto. There are like just huge swaths of cats all over the place. And I find that actually kind of unfortunate because they're supposed to be this domesticated animal, but they're actually there's actually lots of wild cats out in the Toronto area. And um, at one point I had gotten up in the morning and I went outside and sat on the couch on the balcony and I looked over and there was this really gigantic cat next to me and I got really scared because apparently he's the boss of the cats in that alleyway and they know him. So I had to be very careful getting yeah, up. Cats, cats have like dominant structures. There's always one that's like the boss of the area. Yeah, well, he was a big cat. He had a big head. Anyways, well, but uh, I've been thinking about getting a cat, but by the same token, there's a few things with, like, again, I, go, I think we talked about dog ownership. It's kind of, I, I'm just lazy. I don't want to have to take care of a, a pet in a way. Like, I don't want to have to smell his litter. And um, it's kind of cheap, like, because I know I had the dog, and it's like, oh, the dog's so happy to see me. But if he only really knew me, he wouldn't be happy to see me because <laughs> I'm horrible. But, you always but, say that, but I don't think you're that horrible. Probably It's true. Not. He is pretty horrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the thing about cats is they are they are uh, they do end up taking ownership of a space. For instance, one space they've taken ownership of is the internet. Um, <laughs> it, pretty much, you can't go anywhere on the internet. I know, like I, my last job I worked, there were these ladies they sent around like cat attachments or cat related gifts or or other sort of comedic images all the time and everybody's like oh cats are so cute because let's face it it's a fact cats are cute especially kittens i mean they're really cute if you take away their fur a la dr evil maybe a little less but generally by and large they're the international symbol of cuteness well, there was um the google did some sort of i don't know all the details but they made some some, some kind of computer and and to i can't remember what the question was it was a PBS Ideas Channel thing, and they, but the, where I heard this, and it was like Google made a computer to, um, you know, ask what the internet was about, or what was just to solve things on the internet. And the answer that it gave was cats. Like the internet is cats, literally. It's the most ubiquitous, prominent thing. Apparently, even more so than porn. Um, cats. What's well, all the, the most thing. watched videos on YouTube are like these cat funny cat compilations. But yeah. honestly, have you? Well, do you know why people like cats? I, no. I, I have an, like this interesting thing Thanks about. Thanks a lot, Japan. No, no, no. There's this thing because um, we have this response built into baby, like how we find babies cute. Um, it's not just a matter of oh, we find them cute. There's some genetic programming involved in humans about how we find little versions of of our species precious and, and cute and apparently cats have a very similar because it's all based on like geom geometrical shapes yeah, and relativity right size for babies um, cats have a, uh, cats uh, tap into that sort of predisposition we have to babies and cute things in ways that you know sometimes dogs do but really in ways that other pets don't and that's some um, part of the reason for the the popularity of you know basket full of kittens no one I wants think, to look at a basket full of baby spiders. But but uh, back to like the videos on the internet. Uh, the thing is, <laughs> okay. I've watched some of those popular inter cat internet videos, and they're uh, legitimately hilarious. If you watch cats doing dumb things, it uh, it can't help but make you laugh more so than like people trying to do you know epic rap battles of history or those types of things, which are trying to be funny. But cats are legit funny when they do ridiculous things. But I, I want to mention a few 
positive aspects about cat ownership. Um, so when I got, because I went through a period of just owning dogs, right? And I lived in the country, and I had mice in my house, mice and moles. I don't even know how the moles got in there, but there was mo. And I was like, "Oh, these damn mice!" You know, so they put out mice traps. They're poison. It kind of worked, but not really. And I felt horrible for, you know, giving these poison, uh, slow death to these mice. And but I was driving me nuts because they'd find mice poop all over the place. You know, and it's not healthy. And then when my dog passed away, uh, I got these two cats, and I remember thinking, like, you know, maybe they'll help with the mouse, uh, the mouse. The mice problem. And literally, like, there'd be dead mice, like, one a week, two a week for, like, until there was no mice left. And then there was, I never saw another mice mouse again in that house. And I was like, wow. And I had tried all these other things, poison traps, like, this sound thing that was supposed to make mice go away. Did not work. But yeah. cats, the natural enemy of mice. And though, as sad as it is, they really do torture those mice. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a clean oh, death. No, 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 no. Horrible. They play with them. Yeah, um, uh, speaking of YouTube videos, my favorite YouTube video is the 130 Cat Mosh Pit. If you haven't seen it, search. It's a real short video. It's just this woman who owns 130 cats, and when she calls for dinner, the cats go nuts. But the video is played over death metal. That's a, quite but that, That's another thing. <laughs> crazy cat people. Well, yeah, crazy cat people. I wanted to touch on this, and I'm definitely – Dana, if you're listening to this podcast, and Dana is – is Jesse's cousin. I wanted to talk about Dana has two cats and and they cost her a shit ton of money because they always require surgery uh, and just different have different health problems that, you know that has to pay for. And I think that people now Dana has two cats and she's had them for a long time. But as as you guys touch on, there are people that don't stop it too. They get like a crazy amount of cats or that end up spending a ton of money on their, on their health issues. You could argue the same, the same of dogs, but it just, or old it, people. Oops. N- Whoa. <laughs> yeah. oh. 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 Whoa. But, inappropriate. Sorry. <laughs> but it seems, it seems very, um, like a luxury, I guess, in taking care of these animals that would, clearly die in the wild otherwise yeah. spending all this money on these surgeries and this sort of thing and, and it makes you wonder like it, it, we're conditioning ourselves uh training ourselves uh, to take care of these animals that really you know couldn't give two craps about us well i think that a lot of time pets uh, are act as child replacements for people you know so they like they a lot of people when they're thinking about getting into having kids or something like that they'll get like a dog or cat like animals kind of serve that purpose so people i think respond in the same way because of course if your child was very ill you would you know make sure they got proper health care and a lot of people do that with with their dogs like i know people the same with dogs and cats where they'll where that animal will get cancer and it'll be like you know 12 years old and they'll put it on chemotherapy and i'll be like and i would be like man get that animal put down and i know it sounds harsh but uh, i you know bill maher the comedian yep he kind of Opened my eyes to the simple way of thinking about pets. He was just like, look, there's so many pets that need a home. So you give give a dog or a cat a good home for however long it lives, starts having health problems, you know, whatever, give it a peaceful death and give a new cat or dog a home. Like don't force this thing to live. With like a dog or cat can't understand chemotherapy and its ill effects. I mean, and it's only going to live another year or so anyways. Their my, lifespans are just not that long. My so aunt I, dog's, my aunt's dog's getting chemotherapy right now. And, uh, <laughs> and I think that in a large part it has to do with – uh, her husband's also getting chemotherapy, and I think I think a large part it has to do with you know animals, pets, have to do with what we what how important they are to us, not necessarily 
<coughs> excuse me, guys, not necessarily how important we are to them. So I think in that case, we keep them alive because we can't bear for them to die, just like we couldn't bear uh, a family member to die. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I, uh, I, you know, I'm more on, I think when I listen to both sides, I'm just like, well, I think you should just put that down. I think that Bill Maher argument makes a lot of sense to me. Um, but, you know, you do love them and then there's a part of you, that humanity side of you, if you will, that just, you know, your instinct is to save. So, but it can get very expensive. That's the, and I guess you can't fault veterinarians for wanting to just earn an income, but it gets very expensive to maintain these animals. And that's why I'm like, I don't think I'll end up getting a cat just because I, I, the but value if you, proposition but, isn't there for me. But let's face it. If you're going to get a cat uh, or a pet and you're going to go with one of the two big ones, dogs or cats, cats are the low-maintenance version. Like if you want a dog or a, or a pet Absolutely. who seems like a child is a dependent, then get a dog because yeah. it, it, it will like die without you. Whereas my cat, for instance, if we let it outside and I just went away, it would have a pretty good chance of surviving on its own. It knows how to catch food, it, but it can – they're pretty, self, they're pretty independent. Pretty annoying. I really hate cat hair because pretty much um, like both my sister and my mom have cats. So every time I go over there, I do get cat hair on my clothes. And I shed enough hair on my clothes as it is. I really don't need an animal shedding on my stuff. Oh, I have <laughs> I have one more brief thing about like the crazy – well, I shouldn't say crazy cat. I, I don't know. If she, my brother's girlfriend, Marta, I don't know if she listens to this. And I, and I wouldn't call her a crazy cat lady because she, she's not crazy. She doesn't Mildly fit the kind deranged. of – Oh, she doesn't. Sorry, she, the, she doesn't. You know, she's not like some old recluse or whatever. No, but awesome. she really, really loves cats. Yeah. Um, can't bear the thought of letting one of them go outside because it might get hit by a car. Yeah. I, I'm always like, just let it out. Cats like that. They might or might not. Don't worry about it. You know, they're smart animals. But so they have these four cats living in their apartment. It's too many cats. Or these people, mm-hmm. and the cats are all obese, like they're so gigantic because they don't get any exercise and they're cooped up in this little apartment. Yeah. And like, I don't think that's right either. I think even in a city, you know, maybe if you're not, in, maybe if you're in an apartment building, you can't. But cats, you can, you can let them outside and they'll like take care of themselves. They're not, they're mostly not going to go get hit by cars. Like, they're are any smart. of them declawed? I think one of one of their cats is declawed. Because you can't rest, let that you can't let him out. No, yeah, I know, but it's never been out. But the other ones, and they used to be outdoor cats, but now that um, they live with her, she she just can't bear the thought. And and it's coming from a very good place. Uh, can't bear the thought of letting him outside. Whereas my cat, he goes outside all the time. And you know, I worry a little bit that he might get hit by a car. But he's been going out for years, and he likes it. It's it's his quality of life, right? And I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell the cat, like, oh, you got to stay inside because it makes me feel better. I'd rather the cat have the best cat life it can have. And that means going around killing birds and mice and things and, you know, torturing them. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good cat life. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny how Bo talked are... himself out of getting a cat this podcast. Yeah, I don't you think sh- – I just don't like pets. Like, honestly, I hate pets. I, I like I, how you started off by saying, I'm thinking about getting a cat. Yeah, now Well, I, I'm, I'm like around. a single guy and I'm, I'm not really in you know looking too hard for relationships. So, like, the idea of a companionship. But then I think about smelling the litter and a veterinarian and I don't know. Just cats do annoying things. Like, you can't – you can't leave your garbage out, you know. Like if you leave like a plate on the on the counter, you know, they're gonna eat it. Yeah, sick. cat like, won't do that. So so well, that's Bubbles actually... likes to pick muffins off of everything. My cat never does. Never. Not eat all cats food. are the same. That's what I mean. Like I might introduce these elements that I'm just, and then I I can't. 
I, 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 I like how Bo's rationale is because I wouldn't be able to live in filth anymore because the, <laughs> I don't live in filth. The, That's the, his the, lifestyle. Because like, the cat, the cat will also want to live in filth. So if I leave my filth out, the cat will frolic in it. Only one of us can live in filth in a dog beer. Come on, cat. Show yeah. some respect to your master. All right. So I, I think we're ready to to jump into verdicts. Does anyone have anything yeah. left to say? And um, I do. Oh, Michael. I so it sounds like we're ready for verdicts. No, no, you go. Just like, <laughs> we'll let Michael have his last. Uh, I'm, just, uh, I'm just kidding, Mike. I own a cat, and I, you know, I want to get a lot out of that, you know, one-dimensional cat relationship I have with him. Mm-hmm. But you guys both mentioned maybe getting a cat. I think you guys should go down to the cat palace because it's pretty pussy fun. Palace. The pussy palace. Oh, God. And, and, and go and take a look at cats. It's actually pretty fun. They have like a kitten room and a grown-up cat room, and you just walk around and pet cats. It's, it's actually and it's really a nice environment, much nicer cats? than you'd think. Are they rescued cats? Um, some of them are, and some of them are just people, you know, they had a kid and the kid got really allergic or something like yeah, that. It's not like a kitty mill like those puppy mills or anything. No, no, it's the SPCA. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, it was surprisingly good experience to go there and fun too. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I had to say. Well, maybe I'll just go have a look and browse and see how my you if should. they took out my heartstrings or not and, you know. Yeah, you don't have to buy. Yeah. So, um, you know, we mentioned places too uh, a little bit at the top of the show and I'm going I think I'm just going to lead off with a with a verdict here. I'll I'll take first crack. Um, my I, you know, my mom is a is a big fan of the show and I think if we talk about cats and not mention her lovely cat Decup uh, that would be uh, <laughs> sad. So hi, Decap. We were talking about places. The cat, the cat's named after a place when it was a kitten. It liked to sleep in my mom's bras, so they just called it Decap because my mom wears Decap. I guess That's size hilarious. bras. Sorry, mom. But I guess we're talking about your bras now, but uh, it's your cat's fault. So uh, yeah. So uh, shout out to Decap and my mom. All right. And so verdicts on the cat is I'm actually kind of undecided because I think I need to go to the SPCA and look at cats, but. I think overall, I have, um, and I'm just, it, pets, it's, it's my overall commentary on pets, so I think I'd have the same verdict regardless of whatever pet we're talking about, is that cats are bullshit. <laughs> and um, because they, I don't know, I just think they're bullshit because, they're, like, they're, the bad outweighs the good, I suppose. I like, guess they'll be your companion, you'll pet them and they'll purr. But I think overall, uh I like it when I visit other people's place and they have cats because then I only have to see them for 30 minutes and I get to enjoy them and not have to deal with any of the crap relating to cats. Um, so, you know, they do shed cat hair, which is annoying. They do climb into places you don't want to and they don't listen very well. Like, I've, you know, cats are like, don't do that. And, they, you know, dogs might actually be responsive to training. Cats, I don't think, I haven't had many success and seen many successful cases of it. So, uh, cats are bullshit. Yeah, sorry, internet. All right, I'll I'll go next, I guess. Uh, see, I honestly like cats, so it's kind of you know by default I want to say cats are are good. I'm I'm honestly between good and bullshit here. Uh, really, really struggling because I I do honestly like cats. Um, I like them in the way that I I like dogs. I like Mike's cat. I liked our old cat. I like Mike has but, the best cat in the world. Mike's cat is an exception to the rule. Stop blowing Mike's cat. Listen, uh, there Whoa. are lo- <laughs> there are lots of cats that are pretty awesome. I like Fat Cat just as much, if not more, than Mike's cat. Um, and uh, I, I think I think that what it comes down to is that you know cat, cats are very independent. Um, they live on the street. They'll live in your house. 
they'll be bitchy, they'll be nice, whatever. But in the end, they don't, what you do and how they relate to you is, I don't feel as, and this could just be me. I, in, I haven't had that many dogs, but it feels like a, it isn't as deep a relationship as dogs. And it feels like that, that while they're, they're nice animals, if we're going to be, going through this show and saying like, okay, now we're doing parakeets. Now we're doing this other animal and going through every animal possible and saying, is this good or bad or bullshit? Um, there's the animal and then there's the ownership of the animal. And I just think cat o- ownership really, when it gets right down to it, is kind of bullshit. So I'm going to say bullshit. Oh, wow. The cows are coming out today. Michael. Yeah, you guys need to go back and look at the dog ownership. I think we all said dog ownership was good. And I don't buy that. I don't really think there's a lot of difference between dog ownership and cat ownership. I think it serves a lot of the same functions. It's companionship. Uh, it's a member of your family. Uh, it's a relationship with another with it with with something other than a human being, and I think that's that's good for us. Um, and beyond that, I, I think the cats, in a way, are much easier than dogs. They like you're never going to find a cat you know, eat an entire ham that you just cooked in 30 seconds because you left the kitchen <laughs> You left the kitchen for for a minute. Uh, whereas I have seen a dog do that in very short <laughs> order. I've seen my dog eat an entire cake my mom had pulled out of the oven in like a minute. Just it down. You're never going to see a cat do that. You can go away for the weekend. Cats are fine, you know. They're, they're, they're nice when they purr on you. They provide a lot of positive aspects. They're a very easy pet to care for more. so uh, for those reasons i say cat ownership and cats are good yeah maybe i was a little bit harsh on the cat thing but i don't know dogs well it also personality, like, it also dog has like, personality personality goes a long way uh, to well, uh, cats have personality too i i think that if i went back and listened to my pet ownership one on dogs and and compared it to the cats i would be fine with where i stood i'm saying dogs are good and cats are bullshit it just but based on the need that that i forget if it was mike or bo one of you identified one of them sort of needs you and you have a symbiotic relationship with that being the dog you you know you can train it can help you you can help it and the other one does whatever it wants and lives in it uh autonomy with you living in autonomy uh which is the cat so whatever i'm not saying it's bad it's just kind of bullshit that's all yeah so it's a positive bullshit positive right. bullshit that's a- <laughs> all right so you can email us at goodbadbs at gmail.com if you have an opinion about cats or you have an opinion about uh, any of the other topics we've discussed on our previous episodes if you want to find out more about our show you can visit us at gbbpodcast.com and there you can find links to subscribe to us on itunes on stitcher radio or just uh, in your regular rss reader um, all right, so I think that's pretty much it for the show, guys. Do you have any final thoughts before uh, uh, we say goodbye? Yeah, d- can't people also like us on Facebook as well? Oh, good. I f- <laughs> There's such a long list of things to do at the end of the show. There's so much to Yeah, do. if you visit us at gbbpodcast.com, you will find a little box that links to our Facebook uh, fan page. So like that, that helps us get to know who you are. We definitely like if. Uh, we definitely appreciate you liking that page. And we also have a Twitter account, at GoodBadBull. Uh, um, there's links there on the website as well. So follow us and you'll get updates on when we go live and when we publish new shows. Great. Thanks, Mike. Okay, so Crofton, 
where can the listeners uh, find you on the internet if they want to learn more about you or be more involved in the world of Crofton? Well, if they want to hear about how I taught I taw a putty tat, they can, uh, they can follow me at Crofton Steers on Twitter. All right, and uh, Michael, where can the uh, listeners find you? They can find me holding my breath while I change the litter box because it smells like ammonia. <laughs> yes. Did you also know that pregnant women are not supposed to change litter boxes? No, I hadn't heard that. There's like some toxin in cat pee that's like actually quite bad for developing uh, fetus. <laughs> oh, wow. So props to pregnant ladies out there. You don't have to change the litter box. Make your make your deadbeat partner do it. Yeah, get pregnant ASAP, and you will not have to change the litter box, apparently. Okay, well, that's where we'll find Mike is changing the litter box. You can find me on the Twitter at Bo Schwartz. Okay, guys, well, it's been an interesting episode on cats. I will follow up and let everyone know if I decided to get a cat or not, but I put money on not getting a cat. Uh, Till next time, meow. Meow. We could also do the theme song. Meow, 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 Shut down the live stream, sure. To all you people up in the live stream, thanks for tuning in. If any of you are tuning in, bye-bye. There's no one tuned in. There's people tuned in. Well, there's not.